0: Welcome to the Life-Changing Principles Podcast, where we take a new principle every week and explore how it changes our lives. I'm Leanne Hunt, ready to jump into today's principle. Today we're talking about I-statements. Now, I-statements is actually a skill that you learn, and so as a skill, it has several different principles underlying it that help to explain why it's important and how it works. So what I'd like to do today is give you a little bit of context and then teach you the skill, and then we'll talk about the principles underneath that skill and why it's so valuable. So first, the context. When I was first taking and teaching parenting classes, I learned a really cool framework that has helped me to separate when to use different communication conversation skills. And the framework is based on who is upset. So there's really four different conditions that can happen between two people. Either they're upset, or you're upset, or nobody's upset, or you're both upset. Understanding this quadrant is really powerful because there are different skills that you use depending on who is upset. We've learned in another podcast that... To listen and to name an emotion are both skills that you use when someone else is upset. Listening calms them and validates them. Naming their emotion calms that emotion. And so that's a skill you can use. Now we're talking about, for I statements, a skill that you use when you're the one that's upset. So you can imagine yourself just getting triggered by something and getting really frustrated and angry about it or having something kind of bubbling under the surface where you're like, this is bothering me. I'm upset about it. It really doesn't matter the degree to which you're upset or the specific emotion you're feeling. It's just that you're experiencing an emotion that's caused by someone else's behavior or a situation, and you wanna be able to do something about that. In the research, I statements started back in the 70s and were an integral part of parent effectiveness training which was the the classic training for how to be a parent. It's also based in research about the norm of reciprocity, which means if I come at you in a hostile way, you're likely to return that hostility to me. And so if you're upset about something rather than being hostile, the idea is how do we find a way for you to talk to someone and bring it up and to stand your ground without introducing the hostility? And the research has shown that I statements can do that. Instead of you statements, which feel attacking and blaming, you use I statements, which are just trying to share with them your experience. It's hard to argue with your own experience when you're just telling them how you feel. The other benefit to I statements is that when you take the time to formulate an I statement, it gives you the time and space to be calm. And so when you're coming at them with an I statement, it's not like you're coming at them. You're bringing something up that might be difficult and they might not like it, but it's still something that you're calm about. And so they tend to match that calm that you have. So what is an I statement? An I statement is a simple sentence that has this kind of a structure to it. I feel blank about or when blank because blank. Let's look at a few examples. I feel disappointed when you didn't take out the trash today because we had agreed that that was something you were gonna do on a daily basis. Or I feel hurt and squished when you keep correcting me in front of other people because it interrupts the story that I'm trying to tell. Here's another one. I feel rushed when you keep reminding me of the time because I'm already aware of when we're leaving and I have things to finish before we go. Now that you kind of have the feel for what it is, let's talk about why it's useful and why it's important. The first principle is that I statements share the impact that someone else is having in your life. If you don't take the time to create an I statement and you don't say anything, several things happen. One is you disappear into your own life. You're not saying out loud what's impacting you. And so you just go through life being impacted without talking to anyone about it, without standing up, without pushing back, without requesting changes, without saying what it is that you want and need, without telling someone what's happening to you. The second truth or principle and really benefit that happens by using I statements is that taking the time to create an I statement helps you to separate the behavior that you're experiencing from your reaction to it. Sometimes we get so automatic in responding and reacting to things that we don't take the time to actually stop and ponder what's bothering us. So forming an I statement forces you to separate and see the behavior to say, I feel blank about or when this happens so that you can actually now accurately describe The this, whatever it is, that's happening. The third principle or truth underneath using I statements is that creating I statements helps you identify what you're thinking, what your thoughts are. Those thoughts might be useful or they might not be useful, but either way, when you create an I statement and say, I feel whatever emotion it is about this behavior that I'm seeing or that's that's happening to me or that's affecting me, because, and it helps you to then see, why do I feel that way about this behavior? It might be because you need something that's not being provided, or it could be that you're thinking something, you're having a thought about what that behavior means, or you're having a thought about the situation that may or may not be helpful. So creating an I statement helps you unpack your thoughts, which is super powerful. The fourth principle is that in naming the emotion in the I feel part of the I statement, naming the emotion automatically calms that emotion. We have a whole other podcast on naming the emotion and the science behind how your brain works when it names an emotion. And the short end of the story is that naming an emotion changes your brain to activate the control center of your brain and to tampen down or lessen the emotional reactivity in your brain. So choosing an emotion word, super powerful to calm things down in this situation that's getting you riled up. The last principle and truth about I statements that benefits us is that I statements help you own your own emotions, your own experience, your own expectations, and your own wants and needs. It makes you be more familiar and articulate with them. You can be more aware of them. And it also helps you to own them, to say, I actually think this. I actually want this in this situation. So there are some really, really good reasons to use I statements. I feel about because I feel this emotion about this behavior because this is what I'm thinking or what I need. Let me take just a minute here and give some tiny little warnings about typical things that can happen in each of those three places of creating the sentence that aren't helpful. So when you say, I feel blank, What you want in that blank is a single emotion word we can't say i feel like you're the biggest jerk in the world because and and really accuse them and attack them that's not going to help and that's not really an emotion so i feel like isn't what the sentence is it's just i feel if you need help finding emotion words because you're not really articulate or really understanding what you feel it can be really helpful to pull up on the internet An emotion word list, just Google emotion word list. You'll come up with dozens of them, pick one that you like and start flipping through the emotions in your mind and going, ah, that's what it is I feel so that you're really articulate and specific about the emotion that you're experiencing. So I feel blank is usually one word because emotions tend to be one word and you can have multiple emotions. I feel frustrated and isolated and scared. You can have more than one emotion, but each of those is just a single emotion word. The second one is describing the behavior about. I feel emotion about whatever this behavior it is that I'm seeing. So when you're describing the behavior, you can't say, I feel hurt about you being such a jerk all the time to me. That's not describing a behavior. You can't. You know, take a video camera and show a picture of somebody being a jerk. That's a judgment call. What did they do that you think is jerky? What did they do that you can actually videotape? What were the words they said? What were the actions they took? And when you can describe what's actually happening, it gets really specific. It also eliminates words like always and never, which happen when we're emotionally upset. Instead of always and never, you can get really specific. When this happened three times this week, when this happened on Tuesday, when this happened this morning, and you can be very specific about the behavior that actually happened. So for example, rather than saying, I feel hurt and small and belittled when you interrupt me all the time. Oh, wait a second. There's that always never thing. you would have to switch it to. I felt hurt and small and belittled when you interrupted me in the conversation with my mom this morning. That's really specific and described the behavior that happened. The last part with the because is just a moment for you to think, now why do I feel that way because of this behavior? It's because, and often it ends up being either because you need something or because you think something. And again, you wanna be careful about describing your thoughts and the way that you express your thoughts. So it's not gonna be helpful to say, I feel angry and revengeful when you told Sarah behind my back about all of those really intimate details of our conversation, because I think you're just a big fat jerk. That's not gonna be helpful and it's not clear. You can stay, I feel, what's the emotion? Anger and revengeful, great, that's awesome. About, what's the behavior? You talked to Sarah without me being present, which is what behind my back means, even though that's a little bit of a loaded term. You talked with Sarah without me being present about something that was really intimate and private. So why are you feeling so angry about it? It's because of your belief, because I think or I believe that private conversations should be kept private. You're not attacking them. You're telling them how their behavior had an impact on you. So now you're ready to create your own I statements. The next time you feel upset about something mildly or in a large way, you can take a minute because you're grown up, you've got this figured out, you can pause, you can take a minute away from the situation and you can create an I statement. You might even need to write it down at first until you get used to it. I feel, what's the emotion you're feeling right now? Get in touch with it, get a good vocabulary, figure it out, what emotion are you feeling about or when this particular thing happened, be specific, describe it like an attorney would describe it to somebody, describe it like a filmmaker would describe the scene that they want to be shot, describe what actually happened because, and then why did that emotion come up in that event? Because you're either thinking something or you have a need that wasn't being met in that situation. I statements are really powerful ways to share with someone the impact that they're having on your life. And here's the really positive note to that. People impact our lives in both negative and positive ways. You can use I statements to also give credit and appreciation when someone's behavior is impacting you positively. For example, I feel relieved when you take out the trash without me bugging you or reminding you about it because I can just feel myself taking something off my mental to-do list. That might be news to them that you even have a mental to-do list that includes taking out the trash. They might not have been aware that their behavior was impacting you in that way. And now they can see this positive behavior impacts you positively. Or, I feel connected and supported when you make the bed because I know you don't really like doing it and don't see the value of it, and you know that I do. Now that you know how to build an I-statement, you can share with people how their behavior or their lives are impacting you. You can do it when something negative comes up and there's a problem that you need to resolve, and you can do it when something positive comes up and you want to acknowledge and give credit and appreciation for what they're doing and how it's impacting you. It does take some time and some practice to figure out how to create these I statements, but they're simple and they're straightforward, and it is so worth the effort to learn how to do it. Thanks for being here and taking a little time out of your busy life for personal development. I applaud you for that. We take change one step at a time. You're already on your way. You're already enough. You've got this. Have a great week and we'll see you for the next Principle.